Welcome to Get It Done Entrepreneurs, where we talk with founders of companies who bet on themselves in one. My name is Rich Lebrun, and I am the founder and CEO of Lebrun Advisory Group. You can find us at rlebrun.com. Our mission is to help our clients build wealth through business ownership. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Our special guest today is Cesar Hasselman. He's actually in Australia, so this is kind of fun. We get to talk across the pond. Uh, Cesar is a founder and CEO of AMH Consultancy. He's got over 20 years of experience in business strategy, acquisition, succession planning, market share, team building, and, and more and more, which we're going to learn about today. He is an author. He's got a new book coming out, which also we're going to learn about today. Mentor, coach, and a business consultant. Cesar delivers a roadmap for growth for strategic planning and hands-on implementation plan and support. He delivers great cultural and change training, mindset, sales, administration, leadership, market analysis, market share growth, net profit, all the things our listeners want to know about. He is passionate about identifying and understanding your environment to create a process that works for you. He works with business owners to provide them with, the, with market insight to improve their performance of their business. His expertise is identifying opportunities and delivering creative solutions and results across all industries. With all that said, welcome, Caesar. How are you today? I'm great, mate. Thank you very much, Rich. Um, everything is going well, and it's good and fun to listen to you and, and talking about what I do. It's just, um, it's just, it's just give me so much proud in what we can offer and how much people need out there to be able to really make their business uh, work for them, not to keep them as a job and not getting the time and the money that they can from what they have as a risk. So yeah, thank you. That's great. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm, I know we're all interested to learn about more about this. So let's start out going backwards a little bit. Okay. Yeah. We really want to know your story. Your story is your story. Only, only you can tell it. We'd like to know how you became an entrepreneur. Uh, what was the thought process? Some people became an entrepreneur voluntarily. They just decided to be one. Some were put in the marketplace because they lost their job and, and they were forced to go there. Uh, a lot of different reasons. And some maybe came from a family business. But nonetheless, we'd love to hear your story, how you got into business, some of the thought processes, and, and actually that tipping point where you said, okay, I'm ready to bet on myself. No, that's cool. Uh, yeah, um, it, it's funny because I start with 13 years old and I have, I, I, I pivot maybe more than 10 times in different business, in different step and stages of my life. Um, was the way that I start to have my own business was quite funny. Um, I was in a friend's house. We actually went to uh, one of his family members uh, party so his sister was turning nine years old and the dj didn't show up so um we 13 13 years old excited to be part of something uh, i say you know what let's go to my parents house let's grab the 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 sound system gears and everything that we have there and let's put it in here and and help her to have a good fun party time anyway we have done that and because we be we believe that we were the adults and they are the kids and we start to dance with them we start to pick them and we did a lot of fun stuff um all the parents 
start to ask us to do the same thing for their kids. So his sister friends became our clients. <laughs> uh, and then we started this in a, in a such a nice way. And the group of people was, uh, was, was a big friend group of people, which started to create a network of new business for us. So suddenly, um, his mom got involved. She helps us, giving us space in her office, um, looking after the, the bills. So creating, uh, we, we create names, but she registered. So we, we never thought about the administration side of it. We just got the fun part. And his mom was, was doing everything as administration part of the business for us. And that, that took us four years five years in a row doing that um and we did we did a lot of parties we grew the business uh, we we arrived in a in a stage that we have four vans six djs some weekends we did seven to eight parties uh, uh in one weekend uh, some nights we did three to four parties in one night so we start to become very good at it and you start to create all the products uh, uh, a lot of people in that stage we used to use cassettes plays right so uh we used to record the 60 minutes 90 minutes cassette plays for the parents to do all the parties that they don't need to have djs there when they have dinners when mm. they have just weekends um so we start to, to have new collateral growth without even knowing what that means um, and we have the fun part. His mom takes us to overseas to buy the gears. We have all the fancy things that we need to have. But if you ask me from my 13 to my 17, if I was talking about PL or <laughs> if my money in my bank account was growing, none of them was happening. Was, what was happening is we have a solid business. We do can choose all the gears that we wanted. We do can have trips. We have people working for us. But the part of payments and everything we just start to touch when we were 16 to 17 and that's when the problem starts because uh, <laughs> you start to talk about money and you start to talk about yeah. this is mine this is yours and yeah sure. so <laughs> yeah now you gotta get now you have to get down to reality as they call that you gotta pay bills but 13 that's to 17 boy you came out of the gates right as an entrepreneur and it had some Great, great ideas back then. And cassette players, a lot of our listeners may not even know what those are anymore. But that's right. Just assume there was another device to like a record or a CD. They were cassettes. But the today, what we did was just arriving the CD recorders. Um, we did have that that because we have that fight about who gonna have the next technology that Philips Sony used to fight. So the CD, DVDs, all those platforms, one big company used to have the technology and they tried to guide through, remember that? Yeah. Rich. So, um, but then they launched that, which is a system that um, big studios, recorders, they still use today. And that was launched back then. Um, and we used to have a dot, uh, we bought it a dot uh, um, recorder on that stage, but we we couldn't use commercially or in our parties. All right, so, so let's, let's, let's go, all right, 13 to 17, you had this entertainment business going. And then what yeah. happened, 17, roll the clock a little bit forward, what happened? 
Oh, it's a lot of things happen. So uh, in 16, when I arrived in my 16, I started to do some photo shootings, TVs, um, um, commercials, um, magazines, blah, blah, blah. And um, my interest with the party was kind of diminishing along the way. Um, I did theater too. And, but what's happened, what's made me make that move was one party that we have done mm -hmm. and the client didn't pay for the party. And what's happened is because I was the guy who was negotiating with that guy, which was a brother of another friend. Of course. Um, brought that kind of environment that the trust was not there anymore because that was the time that we start to understand about money that the time that we start to really do things and that guy didn't pay and my business partner start to believe that i didn't put the money back at the company right and that brought us in a place that uh the trust in between us and the the nice thing was uh, i didn't feel i lost i lost the the, the love for that and and then one year later he died anyway mm. so he had, mm. had some some problem he was hemophilic and unfortunately he died so i gave everything to his mom anyway because she was the one who helped us and she loves him so much i believe that was kind of her present uh from my end in sure. the money from her son but mm -hmm. what what's happened after that is i went to this um, part of TV program shows, uh, but I never, I never trust that's gonna give me um, support, financial support enough to go to the places that I want to. Um, and then I start to work with my own thing. So I have a couple people that I know that they have their own companies and they have products. And I say, oh, I, I can sell products and they have good markups so you, you, i have good relationship with them and i say you know what i'm going to start to sell for gas stations for market uh, uh, supermarket uh those products because my brother it's older than me he was already doing that and i was i already have some taste about selling some stuff for for supermarket so then what's happening is suddenly uh, with those two, three products that I start, we be, uh, I became a, a kind of distribution and represent uh, uh, business. Mm -hmm. and, and then I start to do a lot of things with gas station that nobody else used to do. And I, and I start to have a very big network of gas station to sell products. And then I start to add value to my product. So I start to chase for more products to sell for the same people that I know. And... and, and and you start to use a uh, supermarket and my brother was working for coca-cola in that in that stage and i invite him to come to become a business partner at the company because he could he could open a much bigger market uh, place for me with the products that i already have and then we became um business partners on that and we grow the business nationally so we we i have all the gas stations uh, majority of the big brands uh, and networks gas stations in my country and and he got the the big central supermarkets that has supermarkets around the country too and we start to grow from there so, so, you, so you go from entertainment industry into distributorship into the supermarkets gas station but now you're to the way you're doing something different today 
Now, you, you sounds like you've leveraged a lot of this experience, and now you're doing some coaching, right? Business uh, executive coaching and corporate coaching. Yeah. So the, because that business, uh, we have a we have a change in our country. The president um, took the money from everyone with excuse to pay the international debt, and that put me to work for a company. So I start to work for PepsiCo Group, and then but I could not feel comfortable with the executive. Uh, um, way to live. Uh, I do not like the political games. As an executive, to grow, you need to go to too too much, too too much into little favors. That is not just about your potential, and and the opportunities open for for wrong people if they have the right connection sometimes, and that was not something that I was happy with. So I jumped back to work. In, in, in the industry, I went to marketing and communication. And then from there, uh, opened a window for me to open my own company in technology, supporting those big clients that the marketing companies used to have. So I start to do everything after SAP system, SAP system. Mm-hmm. So and, then, and I have big, big, big accounts. So you name it, uh, uh, big clients, I used to have them. And I, I built a business from four from four staff to 120 staff, and I, I have a turn of around 25 to $30 million. I have a group behind me, and on that stage, I arrived in a place one day that my son arrived. I was working 70 hours a week. Um, my partner and I, we didn't have much time together, and my son, after almost three months of his born, I could just stay with him for four days. and. I arrive in a place that I look in around my life and I say, hey, it's not about the game anymore. Uh, my relationship with the mother of my son is not the best one. I almost hardly know my son with seven, eight months of age. And I say, I don't want this for my life anymore. And then then I, uh, I stop and I say, I would like to move for a place that I can have a quality life and I can look after my family and see what I can do best. So mm-hmm. because of that, I took... I moved from my country to Australia. I did a lot of search and a lot of things that I would like to do to one sabbatic year to check what I'm going to do in my life. And I turned my back for the company and I stay here forever because I love this year. And I start to apply here my knowledge because under that company, what I have done is I have, I have immersed in every single big company to understand the process, to give them a, a program to save them money from subsystems. So we used to do uh, uh, new programs or develop new programs or tools for for the company through the subsystem without needing to pay the price tag, the price tag that you need to pay for those those improvements in the system. So I, I used to analyze the company, analyze the team, analyze the culture, analyze the needs, analyze this, the, 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 the outside client in internal client. And I, I start to do consulting. I, I start to do consulting, coaching, mentoring based on the same thing. But instead of doing that for big companies, I focus myself to do that for family business because they are the one that will not play the political game in some mm-hmm. stage, or in some level to be able to achieve what they want. And then that when AMH was born. It's a wonderful story. I mean, really, even I hear passion all the way through that story. Okay, and you just switch industries, 
it seems like you have a heart, obviously, for your your son, which carries over into your heart for family businesses. And now you get to you know you get to leverage all that all that experience you've learned as an entrepreneur, as working for a corporate Amer- or corporations, into helping other companies grow. Fantastic. Then uh, one of your best decisions you made is move to Australia because it's you said you love it there. So. A lot of decisions went on there, a lot of different parts of the journey, and unfortunately, the death as a partner. So, you know, running a business and partnerships, all is life. It has a lot of life to it besides just business. Um, I want to take a little bit of a commercial break. You got a new book coming out here in December, so I want to give you a chance to promote that book. It's called The Life Breakthrough. So tell our listeners, uh, yeah, there you go. You can see it on the screen for those who watch the video here. And... uh, Tell us, uh, you know, what's behind that book. If I, you know, what am I going to walk away with if I read that book? Okay. Um, that's about life cycles. Of course, with, from 13 to today, to go through what I've been exposed to in my life, you learn about um, all the cycles that you, that you need to understand in your life to be able to match and have a good balance, have a good outcome. So the book... Uh, is actually a result of a um, couple of my clients' wives' husbands that they said they they look at back and say how much um, we add value to each other's and how much did their life change and they say why don't you share that with others in a book and that's where this the book came from start start to 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 take shape but what we do what I what I teach on the, on the book is. It's a chapter by chapter, which stops and asks you questions every single chapter to have your own book. And then this here, it's about your life cycle, your personal cycle, uh, your personal needs. And then if, if you, we are like a, a tree, a fruit tree. If, if the fruit, if, it, if the tree is not giving you fruit, it's because the tree is not strong enough. And everybody knows that. So how can you share love with your family or how can you share your time with your business if you don't have any, uh, enough to have your own fruits first? And we forget about it. So and then based on that, we have the cycles, the life cycles, what you expect from yourself, what people expect from yourself. Then you have the business cycles. So what you can expect from your business, what people can expect from you towards to your business and how you can expect things from people back to your business and the boundaries, how you set up the boundaries properly. How can you change from moving example from executive to, to, to a business owner? It's completely different mindset. It's completely different risk. You, you get out of a, conf, a consistent income to, to put money back every day in your business until you, you can have return enough and feel stable enough to start to be able to grow. And, and in that, even in that process, in your in your own business you have the business cycle itself so one day you'd like to sell your business or one day you would like to bring your family member to to us to your business so how can you manage that cycle before you need it because on those days rich people just think about what they need to do a couple weeks a month or a couple years before they need to do it and that sometimes is too late it's too painful it's too expensive it's better for you to understand that before you you move into the journey or fix your journey before you need to change. It sounds like, is this a workbook? Someone could actually, when I mean, you're all done, you, so it looks like you, the picture you showed here, for those who are listening, 
there's actually you can questions and answers oh you know yeah it, this is a book that we have a content example uh, on on a shop at one i'm going to talk about uh life lessons example right and then the way that i approach emotionally and physically and then at the end of that chapter i have some questions for the for, for the reader to think about their own life uh, and then they can answer those questions and they can start to guide them themselves through the idea of that is to give people something that they can take home for their own life so they can create their, their own um, um, guidance without having someone telling them you need to do this you know i was thinking about that going you know, what a what a great opportunity to go through this all-encompassing i'll call it soul searching perspective anywhere from your personal growth family growth business growth where you want to be today where you want to be tomorrow having a good understanding of that is a good way to stop for long enough in life right and capture that and and who knows what comes out of that out of that ex exploration you may affirm yourself right you may pivot adjust like you mentioned you did a lot of that adjusting and pivoting in in your early years and uh this is that seems like that's the flavor of the book right it is it is change is a need if you if you are entrepreneur or if you are executive wanting to change your life and you need to change almost every day you need to learn things almost every day so in accepting that and understanding where you at you're going to be able to arrive where you want to be without needing to pay the price of the doubt and mistakes because you will understand that before you make the, the decision yeah yeah great okay so now we're going to take all that knowledge you have and when that book comes out in december or january we'll get a chance to get that in hard copy and and read it but you're a founder ceo got a great lot of experience behind you um you know i'm 68 i've seen a lot of different things in our economy and around the world but i might i, I would say today to see the culmination of so many things globally where it's labor and supply chain the pandemics wars recessions you know dollar is dropping you know whatever uh how are you navigating what's keeping you focused uh do you see this as a time for growth do you feel this is a time to run retreat <laughs> uh, tell you know how are you navigating this as an owner and a ceo founder of your company um it, it it is funny I, I believe that everything that you just said is about to tell us that okay now we change we change physically mentally and the whole world concept of living is change um i believe we 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 from from the last what 30 40 or 50 years or more everyone saying the concept of living uh is not quite right for today's life and i believe COVID, COVID just brought this up and spewed this up and smashed that in our face that say hey banks this system is might not be this the the, uh, the way to go anymore hey politicians this way to handle the relationship between tax people and process might not be the best way to deal with that maybe we need more or maybe we need less maybe we need to stop with things so i believe everything's changing and of course some industries paying a bigger price than others and other industries new industries and, and investment industries they they are actually cruising very well because the opportunity of growth 
uh, on those changes is being great. Um, but of course, for big established companies, is a big is a big is a big um, um, break in the way that they used to run, and of course, it's scary. So you 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 know about. Uh, uh, um, transport, international transport being much more expensive than ever, ever was before. In this going to change the whole chain of transport and food and in, in any industry, in, in, inclusive if you want to buy a car today, sometimes you need to wait six, seven, eight months after you already paid for it. So uh, what I believe is we are great in adapt ourselves and those this this time on the industries now give us so much option for growth. If you are stagnating and if you don't know what to do, um, you need just to understand where you're at and how how you're going to keep moving. But do not keep doing the day to day without thinking about it, because the people who is just keeping the day to day without thinking about the, the, the big picture and how to adapt themselves, they might going to be the ones who are going to be paying the price. But if you have an eye for growth and you're hungry to keep moving, I believe the market's waiting for you to, to put your fingers out and start to make the difference. Yeah, I, I love I love that thinking. We've seen in history the companies that refuse to change in any type of you know economic crisis. You know, they're no longer here. And uh, but the ones who are willing to change, adapt. Now it's obviously you get a big corporation. They don't. It's hard to hard to hard to steer that ship and change compared to a more nimble smaller company. But the but the the theory is the same. If you're not willing to stop, change, look around, adapt, uh, and you see this, if I heard you correctly, uh, a lot of opportunity. Is that right? You see, we have, if we're willing to do those type of things, look around, adjust, and, and adapt. You see the opportunity ahead. That's right. I, I see it. Um, um, I don't. I don't get the, the 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 bad side of life. I believe if you have energy enough to to understand things and you're powerful enough to make things happen, you're not supposed to look for what's wrong. You're supposed to look for what's right and what are the opportunities out there. Sometimes with your day to day, with finance pressure, those things they don't allow much space for you to move that direction. But if you waste too much time on that too, you're gonna lose the time. Uh, or, I, I can give some example, Rich. I, I, have a, I have a client that he used to have uh, 45 um, stores, dress stores. And as soon as, and, and four years ago, four years, four years, just one year, one year and a half before the COVID hit it badly, I have made him spend almost $100,000 creating uh, e-commerce for his business, right? And he hated, and he every time that we have a meeting, he used to tell me that I was throwing his money away and those things. So we have a meeting just before COVID arrived, and he was questioning our relationship because how much effort I put it on developing that thing. And funny enough, after that meeting, which was questioning if we're gonna keep ourselves working together or not after almost six years, um, I asked him as to for to 
to have a break. I say, mate, I believe we need a break. We need to have six months, one year of break because uh, it's just just worth what I do if you trust enough to make the calls and make the change. So we need that space. And then funny enough, that was November. And then in March, COVID hit it. In, in, in April, he has um, a lot of costs on his stores because the, the buyer was not coming. And then he contacted me and say, mate, I'm, can we swear? Bitch. <laughs> he said, shit, I don't know where is this going to. <laughs> and, then, and then I asked him a question, mate, have you thought about using your e-commerce, putting to work? And I say, no, I don't have any idea. I don't have those passwords. I throw those things out, blah, blah, blah. I say, mate, okay. So let's have a meeting, bring your, your stakeholders and, and let's talk about it. And then we have done a meeting. Uh, in that meeting, we start to use the e-commerce. So two months after the e-commerce was pumping, running, he was making two, almost three times more in revenue from his e-commerce than all his stores together at the time that he used to have a big turnover in their stores and he was shutting after we're talking about six months on the road after that happened right so uh, he shut it 50 percent of his stores his profit level was skyrocketing and his he, he could manage old stock uh, all, all over the shop and his cost, operational cost, went for 25% of the, 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 the running cost that he used to have, right? Yeah, what a so, great story. And he could have just missed it. <laughs> he's not supposed to be ready. He's not <laughs> supposed to be ready. <laughs> great story. Okay, I want to kind of wrap you up here a couple things. One is I want to give you a chance to say, who is your customer? For our listeners, or half our listeners are business owners, half are people working in corp, you know, in, in corporations. But who's your customer? Who would be who would best utilize your service? Oh, I I, I much prefer to work with family businesses, um, but I am open to talk about um, uh, different opportunities. But my client must to be ready for growth or for change so if they are in a place that they want to sell the, the business they want to bring the business partner they want to to take uh take over another business um those are the clients that i'm passionate about um if you have a business that's working well but you know you can do more or if you're working too much to your business you create a business that actually became a, a employee of yourself so the, the business doesn't work for yourself that's a kind of client that I that I love, and people who has a good business, but they know that they have potential that they cannot see. I love to do collateral growth acquisitions. Uh, um, I believe that's a big thing for executive that thinking about having a business. I believe they can have a kind of consulting. So create a roadmap before change because. You need to understand the mindset, you need to understand the, the risk, you need to understand how much that can impact in your family, in your relationship, personal life, uh, before you change. Uh, because uh, that, that mindset switch sometimes takes two or three years for you to do it after you're going through too much pain. And that's, mm. that's not necessary. Very good, very good. And uh, so 
Caesar, what's the best way if our listeners want to get a hold of you? What's the best way for them to do that? Uh, they can go to my website. Um, I change everything that I do from AMH for Caesar Hasselman. I'm putting myself in front of it now after so many years. Um, so I have a website called CaesarHasselman.com. Um, and it's not perfect. It's a start point of my change. But if people would like to connect with me, they have all emails, uh, phones, everything that they need to know. And, and they know exactly what I can do and offer for them there. Very good. And uh, so we'll put those uh, note, those in the notes. And your book will be coming out in December, January, where you'll be selling that on Amazon. So everybody around the world can get a hold of that. Yes. Um, I'm probably going to give opportunity for, for, for you, Rich, first to, to put the things out. Um, I have a couple of people from podcasts that I do have good um, a vibe from what we share and how many people we help. So before I go to, 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 to Amazon, I'm going to put it a landing page in my website and I'm going to give the links for, for you guys to do that. And then after that, I can chase to become uh, uh, something in the Amazon sales. But I'm, I'm more worried about give people something that they can really use than become a, a big author. Very good. Very good. Caesar. on behalf of all our listeners, this has been a fun conversation. I love your story. I, I just love hearing how people get started at 13 years old. And here you are today. And people could benefit by all that wisdom. So thanks for taking time out of your busy day. I know it's morning over there in Australia. So you're yeah. starting your day. And we're over here in Chicago. We're towards the end of our day. But uh, again, thanks for your time. Thank you very much, Rich. I appreciate, I appreciate you guys to having me. And anytime, uh, I'll, I'll be happy to help or give any tips. Thank you very much for having him. Very good. And for all your listeners, this will be on all the podcast platforms here in about two, three weeks. And also you can find it on my YouTube station, the video part. Great, and have a, have, a, have a wonderful day. Rich LeBrun here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Get It Done Entrepreneurs. If you are a successful business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit us at rlebrun.com forward slash podcast and fill out the form and we will reach out to you. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show. Include the hashtag GetItDoneEntrepreneurs. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, rlebrun.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.